Let's start with dog. What, what do you got? Well, for me, get two running backs out the jump. I don't give a fuck what position you pick in. That's my motto. You know what I'm saying? Just get two running backs out the jump, and then everything else will work itself out. You know, so that's what I would do. You know, that's going to be my approach in the draft. And, you know, I'm a former champion. <laughs> you know, uh, I've always made the playoffs. Experience. I'm on the top tier of the fucking Coxman League. You know what I'm saying? That's what our so league name is, the Coxman. Everybody fears me, you know, when I come up to them and play. Nobody you know, Matt's, fears Matt's you. beat on. me in the fucking championship on luck, though. But other than that, luck. shit, you know, get two running backs, get two hogs this year because the wide receiver group is deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The wide receiver group is deep. And start handcuffing running backs at the end of the draft. Start handcuffing them. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget about Chris Carson. You know what I'm saying? Because he's going to be a number one back, and then nobody's really, you know, talking about him too much. He's going to be a number one back in Seattle. So, And then AP is back, baby, all day. All day. All day is a Washington Redskin right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He looked good today. So, I don't. I don't draft running. I, two rules of running backs. I won't draft a running back who's over thirty unless he's a third down back, which AP rare. is not. Right. And I won't draft a running back who enjoys beating children. So AP is off the board. <laughs> Such a smooth transition. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, come on. I mean, what can you? You got to have some ethics. That, yeah, right? You know, with that, AP should not have gone to the switch. That the switch is some shit that you know. Old school our shit. Par- our parents. You had to experience that. Was, yeah, that, that was just some Ray Rice yeah. shit. I get disappointed. No, it I wasn't get, Ray Rice yeah. shit. It was I a kid. Started. It was a little kid. When the kid's testicles get beat, yeah. Is part of, yeah, that that he he shouldn't have gone with the that's switch. That's a bad dude. Yeah. I can't have him on my team. Yeah. And, and you see, that's gonna be funny. As as fantasy seasons go along, you deal with morality in terms of who you should have on if, if the guy's an asshole and if he could give you a certain amount no, of points. No, let's be real. When it, when, it, when it's fantasy football, if 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 AP can get you 20 a game, you're going <laughs> to take, take him. him. I'd take right. him. But it's I'm terrible saying, to say that, but it's true. If, if I was running a franchise, I wouldn't have that guy on my team. I think it's sure. a bad look. Yeah, just yeah. like I don't listen yeah. to Michael Jackson anymore. <laughs> Fuck it. What? <laughs> anyway, uh, other than that, almost everything else Dog said I I disagree with. Oh wow, pretty much all of it. <laughs> he okay. always disagrees with me. Of course, <laughs> but this is what the show is for—is to give Look, people. You can't a shot. just you can't just draft two running backs just for the sake of getting two running backs. Now, you got if if you're in the, the top half of the first round, if you get like in the first six slots where I am, then you got to take a running back because there's there's basically like five maybe six stud running backs. And you're not going to win without a stud running back. So if you can get one of those guys, get them. But after that, you just you got to get the best best player available. My strategy is what I like to do is I look at where I'm drafting, and I look at where my next pick is, and then I print out the average draft position. Right. So I'm drafting second, then I'm drafting 23rd, and then like 26th and 47th, something like that. So my second pick, I'm going to get a stud runner. Right. I'm going to get Bell, or I'm going to get Gurley. Wait, your right. second pick? My first pick. First I'm gonna pick. get I'm okay. gonna get Bell or Gurley with that second pick. Mm-hmm. Right. After that, I'm drafting uh I'm drafting twenty third. So I'm gonna look at everybody who's coming up before my third pick, which is at number forty seven, and I'm gonna take the best player available in that ADP range. If he's at forty seven or above that, I know I might be able to get him with my third pick. Right. But Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at who falls in the ADP, who's going around that time when I'm drafting and I'll take the best guy, whether he's rated third or he's rated 46th. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get that guy when my turn comes around. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. my strategy. Yeah. Well, and I'll take pieces from each. ADP extremely important for me, but also two backs are extremely important for me. Running back is the most important position you'll have in fantasy. Don't listen to zero running back theories. They're full of shit. Don't do it. Okay. Go get your first two backs, picks one and two, like Dog said. You're you're drafting for stud backs, like Maddie said, but you're also drafting for volume. If you can get a third, a, a, a running back that plays three downs, and he may not be a stud yet, you're looking at guys like today. News came out that not one of my favorites, Lamar Miller, may be a three down back. That may raise his stock a little bit because percentages if he's in the game longer he has more of a chance to touch the ball affect your points and go for it so anyway two two backs first two rounds third round go grab yourself a receiver fourth round check and see if there's another running back the idea is to try to get three backs one in your flex as well you want to try and get three backs out of this draft that are worth it now the problem with that is by the time you might come around the fourth pick it may not be a, a chance where his ADP matches where you are, meaning that you don't want to take a back higher, too much higher than you should. And you guys can pay attention to various ADPs out there, the Matthew Berries, the Fabianos, whatever you want to do, whoever you believe. Form your own opinion, figure it out. But ideally, you want to get a back there. If it's too high, then you go by dominance of position. If there's a dominant tight end out there that's more dominant than a receiver out there, grab him. And the same thing applies for a quarterback or whatever. Fourth round is when, if there's nobody else that, out there that is on your list that you must have, that's when you start looking at an Aaron Rodgers to go for, you know, the big play. Get that Aaron Rodgers. I disagree with everything you're saying. Well, too. no, I'm that's good. Clean up in that's this league. what this show is about. We give people various options and so on and so <laughs> forth. But you get Aaron Rodgers is your home run in the fourth. If there is no one else, including, like I said, ideally you want to back there. But if there's no receiver there or tight end there that you are dying to have, you start to go ahead and pick off that quarterback. You go ahead and get it, your Aaron Rodgers or your top tier guy if you want a Tom Brady. And I, I'm sorry, Tom Brady, you have snuck back into my targeted list. I did not, you know, believe in you before. I found out you ate ass, and now I'm a fan again. You damn right. So I'm sorry. Ever since I found that out, I've been looking at him differently. So Tom Brady, I'll give you one more year. And actually, when you think about it. Who else? What else are the Patriots going to do but rely on Tom Brady this year? He's got no weapons this year. It doesn't matter. He's going to do it all by himself. He'll make a weapon. He, yeah, he he's just that determined. I like him. I'm just saying there, there's no weapons. They might no. be running the ball more this year. I and and that goes to a draft commandment that's probably like commandment number eleven. If Gronk goes down like he does every year, they're in big they, trouble. They might be. Not really. But they got just catch some motherfucker. Yeah, throw rock. the ball to Chris Hogan. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, come on. He's going to make somebody. Somebody's going to pick him up in the draft. Like, uh, can I comment on your, your no, no, no running right back theory? Okay. No, you say don't do the no running back theory. Don't do it. If you can get a stud running back, sure. you got to get him. Yes. After that, you know, you can you can get good running backs late. You can get, I mean, look at the last few years. Rookies have been killing it. Mm -hmm. You can you can pick up the rookies and, and five, six, seven, eight rounds and beyond Backup guys, guys get hurt. I like I like the no running back theory. I don't I don't I, I like it in combination with if you can pick a stud mm -hmm. and then sit on backs till the end of your draft. After that, let me tell you, you only need two running backs. Your 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 um your flex positions are typically going to get filled by receivers. I need a running back there because again, it's the most important position. They can score 
more ways than a receiver. But if can. I get if I get Le'Veon Bell with the number two pick, right? And then no, the, no, no, you're not gonna get him with the with the number two pick. I'm gonna get Le'Veon. Oh, Bell. Uh, I'm sorry, with the number two right? pick of the draft. And then okay. I take and then the next four rounds come around, and I get in the second round. Let's say I get Gronk, right? And then mm-hmm. I get two stud receivers. I'm loaded, right? I and then round seven, I take some rookie, and then by week eight, he's starting and and carrying the ball 25 times a week. Home run. That's league, league over. There's a lot of ifs. The I thing would is, pass no, but it happens every year. It happens every year. They Half the pass. running backs in the league get hurt. Sure, you know, but you have to pick the right one, and you have to be in the right position on your waiver wire to get that. What I'm saying is, well, it depends how your waiver wire is set up. If yeah. if it, if it's a, a bidding league, yeah, then it comes down to strategy. Yeah, if, it, if it's sure. one of those rolling kinds, but those are garbage. But what I'm saying is, don't leave it to chance. The running back's most important position. You can score the most ways with running backs. They're catching. They're running. They're doing whatever. Who who's one guy you guys are like? Eyeing as like a somebody you're eyeing heading into the draft right now who most people might not be thinking about that who you're targeting like in in the later round so you think is gonna make your team Marshawn Lynch for me a couple couple Raider Raiders yeah you can't believe a Raider fan not because I'm biased because of the system Mm -hmm. because of John Gruden. Yeah. Now if it was last year, no. I, I heard that they, that they're uh, giving Doug Martin a lot of a lot of time. When mm-hmm. when you get inside that ten, Marshawn Lynch is getting the motherfucking rock. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Inside the ten, it's a win. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's what you want to do. Yeah. No. Right now, lately for me, it's been Marvin Jones, and I'll tell you why. Marvin Jones. Ideally, I do not go after people who are not number one receivers. Technically, Gordon. Uh, what is it? Tate. Golden Tate is the number one receiver in Detroit. Marvin Jones gets, gives you the production of a number one receiver while getting minimal opportunities. He does shine. He shines. So if I, and again, this follows my technique. If I want two backs, if I want to start early, and I can get Marvin Jones with that fourth pick, I got to look at it. Now, lately in the mock drafts, it's been going where Aaron Rodgers is available, and then I have to make a decision between Aaron Rodgers and Marvin Jones. I want to take Rodgers fourth round that's too soon for a quarterback you got the thing is if you have a shot at the premier player and again you drive by dominance of position after about your first two picks if you have a shot at Aaron Rodgers in the fourth round no earlier than fourth I think you would I you know I don't think you can go wrong taking him because you you can also get like a a Travis Kelsey in the fourth round all right and the the drop-off between Kelsey and and the next tight end is way bigger than the drop-off between Brady and the next nine quarterbacks. Sure. But, you see, if you're drafting that way, if you're drafting with running backs, you're counting on less points from your tight end. If you have Aaron Rodgers, and say, for instance, you had, uh, I don't know, I, what did I do the other day? I did David Johnson, Mixon, um, and who was my receiver? Like, I ended up with, like, a... You mean, did you draft an art? You're in Anderson? Did no, you I did my, my mock. I ended up with, who was my first running back? Or my first receiver was, like, uh, uh, Fitzgerald or somebody. Right. And then you come back and you get Aaron Rodgers. Then all of a sudden, my tight end isn't as important to me, right? That's what I'm saying, is that you go for the big money early because coming out of the draft, and everybody has their theories, the best theory, you want to go 1-0. Out of the league. You want to draft better than everybody else in the league to get that first victory. Because as you start accumulating losses, like while guys are waiting for players to get healthy and taking risks on Josh Gordon, whatever else, and they're accumulating losses, you are now making a case to get a buy in the first week of the playoffs, which is what everybody wants. Or coming off suspensions. Or, yeah, you don't want to fuck with anybody from suspensions. You don't want to draft a New England Patriots running back 
because you don't know what Bill Belichick is going to do. I am a Jonas Gray victim from years ago where Jonas Gray scored three touchdowns one week and then did not play at all the next. So you stay away from him. But your third pick, like I said, you go receiver. Fourth pick, you're looking for a back, but you draft according to dominance. You go fourth, pretty much five through seven through for dominance. As you start getting to eight and nine, you go ahead and get your, your kicker at eight. People aren't going to believe that. You go ahead and get Greg Zerline because he's that's, going. That's terrible. I'm telling you, you get Greg Zerline. Dumbest Nathan fantasy. No, I'm I've trying to heard. tell you. I can't I, believe you said that, B. Dude, you get you're you're, play, you're playing for week one is what you're doing. I, I think you just invalidated our whole podcast. I'm telling you, Zerline, <laughs> and then a defense. You finish out your roster before yeah. you right. go to the bench, unless when you get to pick nine. Then maybe if you don't necessarily need the defense, maybe go grab Isaiah Crowell at nine. No, but you you go get a premier kicker at eight. To I mean these kickers are pulling in ten points a game. And again, if you've got Aaron Rodgers, David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, and uh, Mixon, you're counting on less from All the right. rest of the team. Yeah, you go with that strategy. I'm it's a good idea. I won the chip last year with that strategy. All I'm right. just trying to tell you. A guy I, I'm 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 eyeing up. Yeah, James Washington. And yes, that's a homer a pick. Heard, but yeah, but let me tell you why. Steeler fan. Okay. Oh, okay. I was about to say, who the fuck is All right. that? But this is a guy you're going to be able to get in like round 14 or 15, right? But look at the way the Steelers have drafted receivers, okay? Over over the years, in the last decade, Mike Wallace, Emmanuel Sanders, Antonio Brown, uh, Juju last year, um, every sing- uh, Martavius Bryant, every single receiver they've drafted in the last 10 years, has been a stud. Sure. Every one. They don't miss. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this guy, you know, Juju last year was a, what was he, a third-round pick, and he was the number one fa- uh, fantasy rookie receiver. Yeah. S- same thing's going to happen here. This guy's going to step in. He's going to be the, the the third receiver on the Steelers. He's going to catch a lot of balls. But Juju, right, bringing up Juju, mm-hmm. man, just like you go ahead and get those two backs, Juju's going to be there. Yeah, but Juju, everybody's Juju's high on Juju. He, you, you're gonna, people are reaching on him. You're right. He's not, he's not good value. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, he's probably they're going reaching on him, but I think they're third gambling, round. You know, like I think that's too high for a backup receiver for a second receiver on a team. Yeah, he's actually a third receiver on the team because they go to they go to Bell more than they go well, to him. Bell, to me, I would pass on Bell. I would get David Johnson this year, be um, just to the simple fact, Bell doesn't have a good relationship with the front office. Is he going to give you 100? Mm-hmm. Is he going to give you 100%? No, let me tell you something. It, is yes. Be- Le'Veon Bell going to give you 100%? He, he's going to give it. Your ass is getting all this money, and you don't even want to come to practice. You're letting your teammates down. You're letting the coaching staffs down. You're letting the Roonies down. You're letting everybody the down Listen, in the Steeler man. fucking nation in the terrible – Bullshit towel they have, right? Hey, but the thing hey. Is, the thing is, I would pass on him because of the camaraderie he has with the organization, which is shit. You're he really doesn't want to be Tell there me when I can jump mentally, in. right? And what, what I would do is I would go after David Johnson. I would go after Gurley, exactly first pick. If you're smart in your drafts and you got the number one pick, get Gurley. Fuck Le'Veon Bell. Get girly. All right, girl. Lay, Le'Veon Bell, he started so fucking slow he's last year. This, no, no, he, he started slow last year. He's back from Hawaii and he's ready. No, and he, no, and Le'Veon, and you know it too, Matt. 
right, Jay listen, Madden. Man. Look, Le'Veon uh, Bell started. He started slow last year, and you notice I don't have time for my number one pick to start slow. Right. I want to win week one. All right, week listen, one. Listen. On Bell, all the reasons you said not to draft him are the reasons you do draft him. Number one, he, he's sitting out the whole preseason, right? So he's coming in fresh. He's less likely to get injured. Number two. He's at the strip club. Number two. <laughs> number two. He's got no contract. He still has not gotten the big money. He's, he's franchise tagged for the second year in a row. He's leaving the Steelers after this year. Right. So he's going to be running hard. He's running for he's in his contract year. He's going to be running hard. He wants to get paid, right? right. He wants to be the highest paid back in the league. So he's, he's going to be running hard. Paid. Number 3, the Steelers know he's not coming back. They're not worried about his health. They're going to hand him the ball 700 times they might and not. run him into the ground. They might not. Cuz that number 30, who's I would, number I would 30 take, on your team? I would man. take Gurley first, but Bell's you the number damn 2 right guy. You would take Gurley but first. Bell's who's number, number 30. Two? What's uh, his name? Connor? Connor. Connor's been running the motherfucking rock. Connor looks good. I've okay. been watching you guys. I've been peeping you guys. Okay. Yeah. Connor looks good. Yeah. Fine, Le'Veon, but he's sit not your good. ass on the bench. That's not. All right. Let's move on. No. And actually, I agree with Maddie there. Gurley's my number one. Bell is my number two. I, I would pass on Bell. If I was the number two pick, I'd get David Johnson. David Johnson's running with force. He's running hard. He's showing his teammates, I'm there. Le'Veon you know, Bell has changed the way people teach the running back position. Well, Le'Veon Bell, Literally. what he's doing now for my fantasy team, I'm not picking him when my bread is on the line. You know what I'm saying? But I understand what Le'Veon Bell is doing personally and for his life and for his livelihood and for and his family. And that's why you pick him. No. Everything's on the line. No, 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 no. I'm All picking right. somebody that's full force going in. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You take Marshawn Lynch. I'll take no, Le'Veon Bell. No, I said David Johnson, Jay Maddie. Oh, okay. I would take David Johnson over Le'Veon Bell. All right. Don't act like I ain't, you know, not a champion. In this <laughs> oh. Well, Maddie's. A, we're, you got three champions here. Yeah, All three of us have won. So our advice right. got a couple is, queens don't act like I don't know what right. I'm yeah. doing in this mother. I didn't say no Marshawn Lynch. Fuck Marshawn Lynch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll get him but, late, but no. Yeah. I feel like I feel like he's gonna send me home early, like he did his his wife. Man, well, he he might. Stop it. <laughs> he's done it before. You better watch out. Okay. In terms of your bench, really quickly, again, you start. It's like starting a draft opener. Go after running backs that are available. Isaiah Crowell is there at the bench re- repeatedly. After that, go after starters, number one receivers, quarterbacks, and depending on how you feel about the defense you got, see if you can grab another defense that you like. That's those are my two cents and I'll have more later.